Welcome to Pretty Good Vibrations, a show that celebrates and analyzes the music of the 2004 Vans Warped Tour, of which my band Sherwood was a very unprominent uh, roster lineup member. But despite our relative obscurity, we had a great time, and I am bringing our drummer, Joe Greenitz, on the show to do a tournament episode, a bracket episode of bands from that tour that we played with. Now, I need to say, this is the first bracket episode I had recorded. I did this back in the fall, so there's still some kinks to work out. Some rules are still kind of firming up. I've edited it pretty tight to just kind of keep the good bits, um, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And Joe was uh, a great sport, had a lot of fun doing it. So let's hop into it. Joe Greenitz, drummer of Sherwood, dear friend of mine, one of my very closest friends. I want to set the stage a little bit for what our experience was like. Here are the main things I remember. Table of contents. Number one, starting in Florida was fucking apparent, (laughs) (laughs) weather-wise. Number two, this is the closest I think I ever got to quitting the band. Number three is the hardest I've ever worked in my entire life physically. (laughs) Number four, our preference for not playing and actually just selling more merch, which was a a weird economy of Warped Tour. And then finally, we do need to talk about Nate splitting open his toe and Mikey getting hit by a truck because we sustained significant personal injuries. Did you Uh also get injured? I don't think so. I didn't get injured. Of course not. I wasn't working hard enough. (laughs) Here are the rules for bands that are included in the Warp Tour 2004 bracket. They had to play at least two weeks on the tour, and the songs that we are facing off against each other must have been released by 2004. Okay. Bands that were excluded, bands that we did significant touring with later as we are planning on an episode focused on those bands. So that's Motion City Soundtrack, May, and Waking Ashland, excluded from the running. Okay? Yeah. If multiple albums are available pre-2004, I make an effort to cycle through the various albums. All right, so here are the 16 bands. Alkaline Trio, Flogging Molly, Bad Religion, Sugar Cult, Taking Back Sunday, The Vandals, My Chemical Romance, Rise Against, Thursday, Story of the Year, Coheed and Cambria, Newfound Glory, No Effects, and Yellow Card. Ooh. Contest number one of round one is between Alkaline Trio mm-hmm. and Flogging Molly. Here we go. Alkaline Trio. This is This Could Be Love. Your name, I don't blame you for walking away. Do the same advice on me, I swear it's not contagious. And for short steps, we can erase this. Step one, slit my throat. Step two, bleed my blood. Step three, cover me in dirty sheets and run laughing out of the house. Step four, stop off at Edgebrook Creek and rinse your crimson hands. You took me hostage and made your demands. I couldn't meet him, so you cut off my fingers one by one. Okay, that was Alkaline Trio. Mm. 
Joe, here's Flogging Molly with Drunken Lullabies. Okay. a good chorus hook that's better than i remember it Mm -hmm. i like that it is so funny to me that 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 kind of thing was like in with the punk people i guess i I mean with i I mean with the punk people i think dropkick murphy's sort of they they show how they can mesh they can mesh pretty well i think yeah yeah it's it's a fascinating demographic so who's your vote alkaline trio tell me talk a little bit about alkaline trio it's really interesting now hearing Matt Skiba's voice unauto-tuned. Yeah, because now he's in Blink-182, right? Yeah, he, he has a great – he's got a great voice, and yeah. it's, I think Blink's most recent stuff is just overproduced. But, man, they're good songwriters. I mean, I like it. I'm fine with it. I've liked the yeah. last three records. Yeah. Okay, so who who's your vote, Joe? Who's going, going on to the next round? I'm going with Alkaline Trio. Okay, good. One. I'm glad I didn't have to already use up one of my vetoes on the very first round. Okay. No. I didn't, All right. I, I haven't had enough Guinness tonight to go flogging Wally's on that one. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a game. How many Guinnesses, <laughs> how many drinks in of Irish liquor before you would take flogging Molly over Alkaline Trio? <laughs> what, like, give me, what's the over under there? What do you think? Uh, maybe six like six six is the right thing like because i was like i mean i could see myself getting <laughs> caught up in the moment essentially <laughs> dude if it's saint patrick's day and you're in boston yeah. and the song comes on the radio what are you gonna do what Come are you on. gonna do all right bad religion versus sugar cult here Ooh. we go a reason for the suffering and the strong misery what if every living soul could be upright and well then I do imagine there will be sorrow. Yeah, there will be sorrow. And there will be sorrow no more. Okay, that's sorrow by bad religion. Okay. Yes. I feel bad for Tim and folks from Sugar Cult, because I don't know how they're gonna be bad religion. But here's Sugar Cult. Let's take a trip down. Memory Lane. Memory is the name of the song. Losing half a year, waiting for you here. I'd be your anything. Get back, back, back to where we lasted. Just like I imagined, I could never feel this way. like a fun chorus yeah that is a that's a hot one it's like it's simple it's straightforward we got to talk a little bit about sugar cult because i don't i don't think you were there but nate and i did a songwriting co-write session with tim pegnata of sugar cult who who's now a big writer co-writer and i mean bad religion sorrow i mean that's like 
it might be the best punk song of the last 20 years. I mean, it's it's in the top five for sure. So I'm not really sure how any Sugar Cult song can possibly compete with Sorrow by Bad Religion. They got a bad seed. Bad Religion's the number two seed. What are you going to do? I I hate to put uh, Sugar Cult down this early because I think they could have gone a lot further if they were not up against Bad Religion, but yeah. that's what I got to do. Yeah, I think we have to. All right. Contest number three of round number one. This is Taking Back Sunday versus The Vandals. So oh. he- yeah. <laughs> like, Don't make me do it. <laughs> Here's a decade under the influence by taking back Sunday. That was taking uh, back Sunday. Anything to say uh, about that, Joe? Oh, it still slaps. It, that, oh. it does. I have more to say about it, but let's hear the second song and we'll go All right. into it. Here's, here's the Vandals with My Girlfriend's Dead. I'm excited for you to hear this for the first time. I guess it's a part of me. That life is sympathy. All the looks on the faces when I tell them how she passed away. It's a very clever song. It's a very clever song. The Vandals are a very silly band. All right, so this one's going to Taking Back Sunday, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it has to. That album by Taking Back Sunday was produced by a guy named Lou Giordano, who just a year or two later would produce the Sherwood record, A Different Light. And for those of you keeping score at home who want to really do a deep dive, listen to the drums on both albums, and they basically sound exactly the same. Like the same samples, the same production. Oh, you're right. Very you know what? It's interesting. I think Lou did a very good job. I really like the sound of that Taking Back Sunday record. What I love even more is Lou's production on the Atari's record, yeah. So Long Astoria. And those drums do have like a, th- that snare drum has a deeper kind of, it's more, pr- I don't know. It just, it sounds better to me. Yeah. And I wish reason, that we could have got that, you know? Yeah. For some reason in like 2005, 2006, Lou was really into that really high pitched snare sound that we have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his stuff, he produced the Goo Goo Dolls and live, but he engineered live and yeah, taking back Sunday, the Ataris. Yeah. That, I like those more natural drum sounds he got, but he did make our album sound really good. Yeah. He did a great job. Uh, like the record I think is like, quote unquote overproduced but i actually think that's more my fault than lose and it's about all these layers of like keyboards and stuff i really wanted to add which is not and like too many background vocals anyway it's fine the songs are pretty good uh, i agree with that assessment yeah 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 everybody has has some regrets <laughs> even even better drum sounds though is lose work on sunny day real estate the rising tide oh those drums incredible all right so taking yeah. back sunday advances yep 
to round two. All right. My Chemical Romance versus Melee. Sorry, Chris. There's not much you're going to be able to do about this, but we got to go through the motions. All right. Here is My Chemical Romance with it's I'm not okay, I promise. I mean, come on. Oh, it sounds like Freddie Mercury's punk son. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Okay, I'm going to play now for you The War by Melee from Everyday oh, Behavior. That's a, that's a jam. 2004. Here we go. That's a good song, Joe. That's a good song. That's a really good song. Yeah. I haven't heard that in so long. Wow. Uh, Melee were one of those bands that they ended up getting signed to a big major label. They put out one record. It didn't really happen for them. And then that was it for the band. It's sad. You, it's a story you, you hear a lot of times. I also feel like Melee is the least appropriate band name. <laughs> for this band right it sounds like a like a black metal or you know post yeah. thing yeah yeah it's like a it's like a weapon and violent violence related <laughs> term exclusively <laughs> briefly talk about my chem so what was going on joe i don't know if you <sighs> remember this is they were blowing up in real time so they had played a month of the warp tour before we got there i don't think we overlapped with them an actual live performance. But right. That first video, uh, I'm not okay, was like blowing up on MTV. I felt like I could tell week to week the increase in the proportion of My Chemical Romance t shirts undoubtedly bought at Hot Topic because <laughs> they didn't have time to play shows for all these people. Like it was happening so quick. Right. Yep. So they obviously they go forward, correct? Sadly, yes. I hate to see Melee go down this early because I think apart from our uh, personal relationship, they were a very good band. They had a handful of really great jams. Yep. Totally agree. Underrated. All right. The next contest is between Under Oath and Rise Against. So, Ooh. all right. So heavy band, heavy band. Here's Under Oath with Reinventing Your Exit.
another band that was blowing up in real time. They were on the smart punk stage. They were not on the main stage yet. Two years later, we would do warp tour with them again and they would be a headliner basically. So they were, it was going bonkers week to week and you could see their crowds growing. Uh, yeah. I felt like every day. And by the time we, we did warp, that was when their follow-up record came out where they, they had sky planes uh, with, you know, big advertising banners behind them being like oh, under oath, new album yeah. coming out this thing. And they, yeah, they were really huge at that time. Just massive. Here's rise against with give it all. against oh. that's a good song oh. oh that's a great song i've never heard that before at least i don't remember it from 2004 but dang i didn't latch on to them very much at that time either but i've been yeah. reappraising them a bit since i listened to the dan ozzy book sellout on mm. audible yeah which have you have you read that joe no, but I, I looked into it because he was a guest on 60 Songs That Explained yes. the 90s, and I, I oh, looked up his book. Yeah, the best, the best show. Highly recommend it to you, Joe, and listeners. It's Especially if this is your era. Um, it's just very well-researched, and he interviews everybody, and just very well put together. Uh, one of the big um, inspirations for me doing Pretty Good Vibrations was actually re- listening to that book. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's right, like... They were a cool band, and they were also very kind to us. Like, um, I, I know I That's, was in touch with Joe, the bassist, for no many years. I have no recollection of that. I didn't know we had a connection with them. Okay. I think it came later from 06 when I was hanging out with, with No Effects. And that's a cool song, man. I like that song. Under Oath yeah. slaps really hard, but to me, it sounds very 2004. Uh-huh. Uh, which is not to uh, degrade anything they had done since then which they've they still have a very successful career and i have a lot of respect for them but on this one i gotta go rise against oh okay i am i'm in a pickle oh do i use a veto i i don't know that this quite counts as egregiousness oh my gosh are we gonna take under oath under oath out in round one shoot well you know what we can bring them back for 06 because they have a fresh album there that they're promoting. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna defer to you here, Joe. I'm going to take your pick. I, I thought Under Oath might have gone to the final four. Wow. Big upset. Okay. Next up, Thursday versus Story of the Year. Okay. We might have some fun with this. All right. <laughs> Here's Thursday. This is the song they're promoting at the time, Signals Over the Air. Trying to be a radio hit, but it never really took.
Okay, that's, that's Thursday. Nice. Yeah, tasty. Oh, tasty. Those that guitar work sounds still very cool to me today. Yeah, and how on the chorus it stays on the same chord for like the first eight bars. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. Okay. And here's story of the year until the day I die. I believe this is co-written and produced by the Goldfinger guy, John Feldman. We'll make the same mistakes. I'll take the fall for you. I hope you need this now. Cause I know I still do. Until the day I die. I'll my heart for you. Until the day I die. I'll my heart for you. I like Thursday a lot. Um, yeah. I like what they stand for. I like their ethic. <laughs> what, they, uh, what does Thursday stand for? They're super DIY and punk rock. And yeah, you fashion yourself a, a DIY punk rock type of person, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask my wife. No, um, it's raw. It's it's got more. Well, there, yeah, yeah. That's what they do business wise. But I would even say that even on that, that's their major label debut. And yeah. it sounds very clear and big and it sounds, you know, like radio stuff of that era. But there is yeah. they, there is like a humanity. There's a grittiness. It's like you can like smell the New Jersey on them a little bit. <laughs> Whereas that story of the year track is like so perfect. It's so on the grid. It's very catchy. Highly produced. Yep, yep, but it's yep. but it's like it's a it feels more like a product. Whereas thir- the Thursday song feels like. They're trying to write something that is of wide appeal, but it still sounds like very much like a group of five guys wrote that song. Again, we're trying to judge it just on the song, and I've got to go to Thursday. Yeah. The, 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 story, the story of the year song was very fun, and I, I, I like it more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's fun. Next up, Coheed and Cambria versus Newfound Glory. Oh! Here we go. All right, here's Coheed with... A Favor House Atlantic from In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth, Volume (laughs) 3, something. Etc. You doing all right there, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. Okay, but this is but this is serious contention. This but is a great song. Glory is, My friends oh, okay. over you by Newfound Glory. Oh, not fair! I know. This is tough because 
that's by far my favorite uh, new, new found new glory song. Found glory song. Yep. But Coheed and Cambry has a lot of other really great songs. Yeah. So it's really tough. It's this tough. Is a very, it's a very unfortunate matchup, but I got to go Newfound Glory. You know, I was I was going to say I, I was really on the fence there, and I thought I'd let my iTunes play count decide it for me. And I mm-hmm. have listened to that Newfound Glory song three times, as many times as I've listened to A Favor okay. House Atlantic by Coheed. Yeah. If we're if we're going by bands, I'd go Coheed, but song. this song, yeah, that is an undeniably great song. Well, whoever Newfound Glory faces next, it's going to be all downhill from here because I try and <laughs> trade off albums, so that might be they might only make it to the Elite Eight. All right, yeah. next up, No FX v Yellow Card. So No FX, this is interesting. They've got so much stuff. So I was looking at like songs that they were promoting then and playing a lot on warp tour but they also mixed up their set lists all the time so i end up with a bunch of stuff from like the two or three most recent records they were playing a lot from the war on errorism which was their most recent record and i think one of their most popular records too so here is separation of church and skate All right, here we go, bro. And you know, having listened to that with fresh ears, that violin really makes that chorus. It is a pretty good part. It's a pretty smart it's a great, part. It's a great chorus, but I think that violin, it was such a unique sound for that that style that that really kind of pushed them above everybody else. And I am going to go with yellow card on this round. All right, great. Okay, so now we are down to the Elite Eight. All right. Round one of the Elite Eight, Alkaline Trio versus Bad Religion. All right, here is Stupid Kid by Alkaline Trio. Very catchy. Nice well produced. Yeah. Not sure what it's going to be able to do against something like this, though.
was the first one again? Alkaline Trio. I'm going with Alkaline Trio on this one. Joe, I'm playing my first veto. I've used okay. it for Bad Religion. I Oof, think that that okay. Alkaline Trio song is good. I like it. But that Bad Religion record and song are just, those are elite. All right, that chorus felt a little stale to me, but this is your show, and you call those shots, and let's move on to the next round. I'm so surprised. I thought it would I thought it would really get you in your 90s spot, but I was wrong. Okay. Okay, now we've got Taking Back Sunday versus mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. All right, here is Cute Without the E, cut from the team from Taking Back Sunday. How about I'm outside of your window? Definitely not played with a click, that song. No, I don't think so. Lower budget. Pretty good, though. Pretty good. Let's see how it can be. By the way, it's from their first record. Uh, Tell All Your Friends. That is the song where they get the title from. And uh, it's a good song. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it on my uh, workout energy playlists. But here is Helena, So Long a Good Night by My Chemical Romance. Not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. really hot oh that that's that chorus is just too good it's unreal it's, yeah it's unbelievable it's got to go to them unfortunately you know i'm sorry my can't uh, i'm sorry taking back sunday but i mean i really think that like what we thought was oh they're a big scene band they're gonna be a popular one actually yeah. this was the beginning of like one of the great two or three rock bands of the last 20 years i think yeah okay Rise Against versus Thursday. This is fun because you haven't heard these Rise Against songs in a while or maybe ever. Here is Rise Against with Life Less Frightening. He has a fucking great voice. And one thing you learn in the book Sellout by Dan Ozzy is they auditioned like 10 to 20 people to find a singer. And they were like, he's the guy. So they like, they really thought about it. They were ending 88 Fingers Louie and starting Rise Against. And they're like, we need a different singer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a voice. And what a great chorus melody. Mm -hmm. Actually, I love the lyric too. 
Honestly, I'd settle for a life less frightening. Woo. Okay. It Here's Thursday, understanding in a car crash. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Woo. interesting this is really kind of like a very good heavy pop song up Mm -hmm. against something that's really not aiming for pop it is it's more emoting it's it's a screamo track kind of par excellence Mm -hmm. it's more of a feeling than like a hook it's interesting right what do you think this is tough because that's my favorite thursday song yeah and i i don't know rise against are a great band as i've been uh recounting on this podcast but i don't have like a favorite song of theirs and i have a lot of emotions uh, tied with that thursday song so um, i gotta go with thursday okay i'm not gonna veto you i'll just say this for rise against i think they're performing quite well here tonight and also it's been fun kind of reapproaching their music after listening to that book i think that i underappreciated them at the time i'll say that i agree and i think if they had not gone up against that thursday song we'd be seeing them later yeah Okay. All right. Newfound Glory v. Yellow Card. Now, here is this could be Newfound Glory's Achilles heel is this skipping records when there are multiple to choose from. And uh, this is from Catalyst, the next record, all downhill from here. This is the single they were promoting at the time in 2004. Okay, that's Newfound Glory. Here's Yellow Card, only one. Not That's a very cool. tough decision here, is it? A yellow card for me. Yeah, yellow card all the way. Yeah. I think, you know, Jordan's voice is, if you like it, you like it a lot, I'm sure. It's kind of an acquired taste. And really, it's just a better, the yellow card song is better. I think that if we had got to the next Newfound Glory song, Hit or Miss, great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Might have been able to go up against them, but I don't think All Downhill from here just doesn't really hold up for me very well. All right, it's the final four. Okay, we are into the final four. Bad Religion v. My Chemical Romance. (laughs) Here is Do What You Want from, I think, 1988, album Suffer. Hey, do what you want, but don't do it around me. 
Chorus took a left turn. Yeah, it did. That's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. Man, Bad Religion started in like the early 80s, right? Uh, yes. I think How Could That so, Be Any Worse is 82 or 84, 83. So by, the t- so by Warp Tour 04, they had already been a band for over 20 years. Yeah, about 20 years, yeah. Oh, ima- imagine if we were doing Warp Tour right now, 20 years after we started. I just saw them this year or last year, maybe. And so they had been a band for almost 40 years at that point and like frankly they kind of played like that like it was Mm. uh they sounded good but it was like a little uninspiring kind of a thing yeah which was a bummer uh but hey they're like 60 or whatever i mean right yeah late 50s what do you expect um all right so that's bad religion now here is my chemical romances let me explain this is their handicap so I got to move on to another record. They have another record. They were playing the previous record at these shows, although the popular imagination was not really focused on this first record. Uh, I brought you my bullets. You brought me your something. And they're not a fully formed band yet, but this is the most played Spotify track from that record, and it's going to have to go up against Bad Religion, do what you want. But I don't know. You could go either way, Joe. So here we go. Okay, Joe, what are you going to do here? Are you going to go Mike Kim? Are you going to go Bad Religion? There wasn't really a chorus there, was yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, it's a weird song. It's five and a half minutes long. It's kind of hard to know where the spot is to pick for it. But right. you can hear in that song a lot of, like, you definitely hear the germs of what that band would become. It's like the next record is like 15% more developed and then much better recorded. You know, parts of it are than that song but it's not all the way there yet right i gotta go bad religion on this one (sighs) okay you know what that's gonna be fine with me i was just i was just not into that mike hem song even though they're a great band okay thursday versus yellow card you know and i i was gonna play uh cross out the eyes but i think i Mm -hmm. i should swap albums so i'm gonna play for the workforce drowning which is from War All the Time, which is the one they were promoting at the time. It's the first Mm. track. Okay. Okay, that's Thursday. That's good. That hits hard. All right, and here's 
yellow card with Way Away. Hmm. I forgot about that one. How it feels to be it, alone yeah. and not believe. What a hook. Yeah, that's really, that's really hot. It pains me, but I got to go yellow card. I don't know that I feel strongly enough about that particular Thursday song. This is surprising to me that yellow card's getting this far. I'm not going to veto you. I'm going to I'm going to go with your vote. But but do they what but but do they have anything left? That's the question. That's what we we'll get to. They do. They have something left. Oh, They've got okay. something left. Okay. So here's Bad Religion, Stranger Than Fiction. that song that's good that's a good song i love like that you're kind of rediscovering bad religion right now that's very fun for me yeah okay yellow yellow card does still have a an old fourth track now this is really where the rules become the issue because if i had given my chemical romance four songs from their current record we would be listening to the ghost of you by my chemical romance right now Mm -hmm. so okay Mm -hmm. slightly unevenly applied as the rule master here, but but this is breathing from Ocean Avenue. For you to call your own. I can feel you good song that's a really it's a really good song. good song it's a good chorus <clears throat> i gotta go yellow card i gotta go yellow card well joe i'm using my second veto no fucking oh. way that is not <laughs> a better song than stranger than fiction even today it is a very good song but i it's not better so i i don't uh-huh. like choosing the winner of the whole tournament by veto <laughs> but can you understand where i'm coming from with that bad religion song <laughs> Yes. Okay. It was at least close for you. Wait, was that the end? That was it. Oh. This is the final winner. This was the final round. Bad religion. Okay. I want to chat. Like, there might be a few songs we might want to hear, like, that we didn't get to play because bands got eliminated too early. I've I've got a list of a few. I don't know if you want to think about it and uh, hear anything that we might have heard if we had gotten further. There's nothing I can think of offhand that uh, I want to add to this list. Should we hear Cross Out the Eyes, the Thursday song that got bumped for the for the workforce drowning? Yeah. Okay, let's hear Cross Out the Eyes by Thursday. This the love, train the blood from this valentine. We can run. 
That song rips, though, dude. Does rip, man. So many terrible bands that they influenced. <laughs> we can't blame them, though. That's not their we fault. Yeah, we can't blame them. We can't blame Radiohead yeah. for a thousand bad copycats. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you you mentioned that you had a lot of Coheed songs that you loved, and we only got to hear one. <gasps> so uh, should yeah. we play anything else the, by them? The, the Camper Valorium part. The Camper something. Valorium part. One, Two? I think this is. Two, I think one? one is the good one. I think. Here we go. Making worries are the words that you couldn't say. They could have saved them from. But I don't wanna sleep without. So I bid to you good night tonight. Sleep tight. I want to play a different Coheed song, which is from okay. the previous record, Second Stage Turbine Blade or Engine or something. Uh, I like a lot of songs on this record, but this is The Devil in New Jersey. Mm. That's a cool song. Those drums are loud. There, it's it is not a good sounding record. Uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty cheap. Um, I think we got to play two more songs. I think I think we got to give My Chemical Romance their moment in the sun for the Ghost yep. of You. Here's the Ghost of You. song pretty good i i didn't remember it oh you didn't know that one okay i'm sure i've seen i'm sure i've seen the video and i i'm sure i've heard it before but uh did not stick out to me but good for them okay well i think that we gotta we gotta let bad religion play us out they need to get they need to get something for their win do you have any bad religion song that you can like think of off top of your head that you like and there will be sorrow, right? We already heard that one. That was we in round. That, that was round that, one. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm gonna defer to you on this one. Okay. All right. So I get to pick one more bad religion song. I am going to use this moment to play uh, something from also the process of belief, which is the same album that has sorrow on it, and it is uh, the record they were promoting at the time. It was their most recent record and this song is called Evangeline and it's awesome. (laughs) 
drumming oh such good drumming yeah oh that's nice so just to recap our, our final four we had bad religion my chem thursday and yellow card bad religion and yellow card upset upset band that you almost gave the whole title to <laughs> i couldn't let it stand i used my second veto i gave it to bad religion it's all good both very deserving artists but bad religion though i, I feel they deserve it okay good I'm glad that we agree on that. Joe, any other uh, surprises, sort of reflections on the experience? That was a wild time, Warp Tour 04. That was a very formative experience. By the end of only three weeks, I remember we hated each other, and we we uh, skipped the last day in Boston because we were in Buffalo, New York, and we were like, we got to get home. So yeah. we left Buffalo, New York, and we drove for 48 hours straight, only stopping to get gas, and we got home to California and did not talk for several weeks because we were so <laughs> fried and sick of each other. We actually skipped. It was a two day. It was in Foxborough, like at the probably the Patriots stadium parking uh, lot or something. And it was uh-huh. a two, two straight days there. And we were like, fuck that. We got to get, we are done. Yeah. I remember that first night we drove a few hours. I slept on the floor of the trailer and then uh-huh. I woke up after, I don't know, six or seven hours of sleep. And I turned that engine on, and that engine did not turn off other than to put gas in it for 51 hours when we hit Sacramento. I remember we timed it. (laughs) We were young. What a crazy life it was. Joe, this was very fun. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Joe. All right. Adios.